This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. ba 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 bonus ba 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 bonus The Thursday app. la riba la riba This episode is brought to you by Funeral Home. Oh, God. What? I've you made me sing. You made me feel joyous and now sad. <laughs> uh, no, this we wanted to do a bonus Thursday episode because it's been a while, and also uh, have it sponsored by our live shows that we have coming up this weekend. This weekend and next week. And wait, in Texas? Yeah. So this weekend, Woo! if you're listening on a Thursday or Friday or maybe Saturday morning, there's still time for you yeah. to come to Austin for the Headgum Live Podcast Festival. Yeah, Texas is a big state, but I really believe you can drive all the way across it and meet us at the North Door. I love that. Uh, road trip out We're all the way to the middle of it. Hang yeah. out with us. Tell a friend. Uh, we're going to be in Austin. Not only our show, but so many other Headgum podcasts. Uh, we're going to be in the room together. I think we're we're all going to be in the these specific shows are going to be in the room together for the first time ever. Yeah, that's true. I've not I've not met Lindsay and Bobby from Who Weekly, and I have not met them either actually. Uh, so it's going to be fun. And we're, I haven't seen Jeff and Mikey in a minute. <laughs> that's true too. We're going to be performing with Black Men Can't Jump. Twin Ovation is going to be performing with High and Mighty. Who Weekly with This Is Why You're Single. The Complete Guide to Everything will be there, and they uh, have a special guest. Oh yeah, Dan Deacon. Hell yeah, it's going to be a party. Uh, and then the following week, we are in Australia, Selber- uh, Sydney and Melbourne. Yep. But Melbourne first. Oh, yeah. The 16th. Second. And then Saturday night in Sydney. What are you looking forward to the most? Uh, probably. And not about the tour. Like, shit, yeah. you know, like in general. Like, like life shit. I, I mean, maybe finally, like, settling down and starting a family. But <laughs> Neat. <laughs> you're talking... <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really heavy, man. And yeah, what do you I want... sorry, just real quick, what do you think is stopping um... you from being the best you, the you that you look forward to every day? I know. Why aren't you doing that now? I mean, without trying to delve too into it, just because we're talking right. about yeah, the live and I, shows. we got to get on. The, we're going to be on the road. Maybe uh, I'm worried that the person out there is not quote unquote perfect, and I'll have to settle eventually and figuring out the age in which I start figuring out what priorities i have in a life partner and what i'm willing to sacrifice cool the um, shows at north door start at one they go till one, seven and, and yeah, go till would you seven. say i mean say you're what? crippling fear not yeah of, not crippling but yeah it is a it's the, it's a the stress the, it's the a fear, source of anxiety the fear of future failure yeah is preventing you from taking an initial step and doesn't that ensure failure uh yeah. Yes. Maybe so. And I don't know. Maybe some of it is rooted in self sabotage. Like I do. Like, do you think you're worthy? That's what I guess. I don't 
Fuck. And just real quick, the show in <laughs> Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne is on the 16th. 16th. Sydney on the 18th, on the 18th of March. 18th. All right. Really uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I really don't know if I'm fucking worth it. All right. <laughs> Let's get right into this goofy episode. <laughs> we had Glazer in the house. <laughs> Such a funny guy. Tears streaming down your face. <laughs> Comedian, actor, writer. Uh, you've seen him on Broad City. I feel like we're bringing him out for a, a live show, but uh, this is, we're just going to start a podcast right now. Enjoy we'll this episode, and we'll hope, hopefully we'll see you soon. You scroll through the podcast charts, sitting on the side of the iTunes store. One more sad star podcast, 300 guys talking about sports. And you think of all the people needing help and in search of advice. Jake and Amir, that in the rear, you wouldn't have to seize one single cheese unless you want to. Cause yeah, they know what it's like. If I was Jake and Amir, so sincere, I could make your problems go away to the Galapagos, away for the rest of our lives. Very Hawaiian themed. Yeah, that was almost like a uke style. Elliot, yeah. thoughts? Uh, remind me of um, I never I never know his full last name, and it sounds very racist, but I say Isra- Israel Kalakawakadingo. Oh yeah, yeah, the guy the, the <laughs> summer. <laughs> so racist, it just but racist over the until rainbow. the very very yeah. Kalakawakadingong. <laughs> yeah, just get rid of the ding dong part. That song so much. Really? Somewhere. Yes, I hate that. We I hate that it's a mashup. I hate that it's. Like I hate it. That was so I that was that a big song. In, I oh. found that song in college, and I was like, I discovered. Oh my the, god! Yeah, the cover. I discovered Israel Kalakawa Ding Dong. What? I guess every when you turn eighteen, you hear yes. that song for the first time, and you think you're amazing. Oh yeah. Oh, th- that's such a college thing. Being like, oh my god, like forget it. It's just it's just me, and it's just dashboard. Yeah. And Wait, he but gets it. I'm gonna you, bring you a CD. <laughs> you didn't even like it at the time. I find I just something about that song like creeps me. Out. It's just like it has an eerie vibe to it, and I don't like. Like you're just like, is this just like a fat guy on a beach? Like, so, what is this? <laughs> well, so, what's an is, example is of a is is uh, yes, Israel Kahanamada Ding Dong? He's gone. Oh yeah, yeah, you had that party to celebrate it. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. yeah. We had balloons, sumo shaped balloons. Do you have an example of a bad song that you do like? Just so I can oh, like God. understand where you're coming from in terms of not oh, liking that song specifically. A bad song that I do like. I have so many. I mean. The one that just randomly popped into my head is one called My Love is Like Whoa by Maya. <laughs> oh, I think I know that song. And Missy Elliott produced it, and it's like, I mean, it's not good, but I love it so much. <laughs> I right. love it so much. So you're not coming from a place of like, everyone loves the song and I hate it. No, I, I have, te- I mean, I have wonderful taste in terrible music. Wow. <laughs> wonderful I, I taste. Think, I think I... I think I have that too. You do. I only like bad music, but I'm pretty discerning about which specific bad music that I like. Yeah. Who do you? Wh- what do you dislike, or what do you like? That's so I really like. Um, uh, I can think of an like example. Taylor Swift and Macklemore. I but really like those. people. Taylor Swift is not bad by any means. No. Yeah. But, but then at the same time, like I dislike Nick Jonas. Jason. Mraz. Oh, I like Nick. Jonas. Oh, I really like Jason Mraz. He's okay. Yeah. I. I. I, could, I don't think those people. I think like bad is like. Bad is bad. You know? I just mean like popular. It's like uh, yeah. music nerds would look down on the artists That's that I s- actively seek That's out. That's definitely true. I mean, but I still like like 
Gloria Estefan. Yeah. You know, I like Gloria Estefan. <laughs> right. It's like, okay. You know who I really like now that I'm realizing because I like all of her songs is Sia. Well, is Sia, Sia is, considered cool? Sia is so cool because she is kind of anti-establishment, but also has like used it for personal gain in a financial way and is just the most... First of all, she is the coolest person. And if you've ever heard an interview with her, especially the one with Howard Stern, she is so fascinating. I just and found so, out she's like 40-something. And like, yeah. all the, the girl in the videos is not her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. She's, she, she like grew up in like, with like circus parents or something. And doesn't she like, there's like plenty of songs that she writes that like Katy Perry sings. And like oh, you can, the, yeah. Her, her songs like Diamonds by Rihanna, you know. Right. You can hear what her sound is like a sort of ethereal type of, with a like a hint of like reggae in them, yeah. But like she's written amazing stuff. But did you ever listen to Zero Seven, the band? No. Yes. Yeah. I did. She was the lead singer. Zero Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. And then she's like, "I'm done. I'm just gonna do." She's I like, "I'm gonna write myself. music for other people, make a shit ton of money." I mean, she made. She has made so much money. She's the. She is so. Yeah. So she's so rich and cool. <laughs> yes, she's is so she rich and Australia? cool. Yes. I yeah, I think and she's in, from Adelaide. I thought Iggy Azalea was from Adelaide. I guess both of them. <laughs> well, it's just hard to believe there are two people from Adelaide that, that are of this. note. In 2008. 2000, yeah, she's from Adelaide. In 2012. Her name is Sia. 2012. Oh, man, I don't remember what year it was. I think it was 2012. I was waiting in line to vote in New York on election day. For Mitt Romney, correct? For Mitt Romney. Good I man. I was waiting in line to vote for Good Mitt man. Romney. <laughs> but I was waiting in line and it was like, it was in the West Village and I'm waiting online and it's cold, but everyone's, you know, out to vote and it's pretty great. But it's New York, so the line's really long. And this lady is walking up and down the aisle or walking down the line outside in pretty frigid temperatures, like collecting or giving people like up from a big binder, letting them know what zone they're in when they go inside to vote. And I'm like, she looks like weird. She just looks weird. Then she takes off her hood and I'm like, oh my God, like I recognize that hair. And I was like, I said to her, are you Sia? And she was like, yes. And I was like, you're Sia. Yes. And you're just I'm like, you're volunteering, volunteering at a, you're in at a voting. Seven. You're in zero seven. You, you write hit songs for like Flo Rida and shit. And you're volunteering at the voting booths. Yes. <laughs> And then oh, I tweeted yeah. her and she tweeted me back because I was like, you are a volunteer. Like, how co- that's how that's cool incredible. Sia is. Are you sure it wasn't actually just a binder full of women? Oh, I mean, remember that? Nice remember that? Very nice. What was that? No that was, wonder he uh, lost. He actually won. What's that? <laughs> yeah, dude. He won the popular vote. <laughs> As he in did. he won the vote of people that are popular. So like all the cool like people in America the voted people, for him. The handsome and pretty people love Mitt Romney. <laughs> I would take Mitt Romney in a second. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. If you watch the Mitt Romney documentary now, he's like a hero. He's a like, hero. Compared to like what we're oh, experiencing now. Like, are you kidding? I would take my Rick vote. Santorum. I really would. <laughs> would you, here's a question. This is Because I think anybody would just like take, trade out. Would you take Mitt Romney now if you had to start in 2012? So one term of um, Obama. I yes yeah. It's well, better actually, to have. It's hard to say. Obama. It's better to have Obama for four and Romney for eight than Obama for eight and Trump for four. Yeah, or because. Trump for eight. <laughs> oh, well, hey, fingers of, crossed, brothers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, his pol- at least like Obama's policies in, from 2012 on were still great and helpful and understood like the lower class and the minorities. So that's hard to say. Like if I would go back in time and erase those policies, yeah. but honestly, to keep Trump out of office, I think I would. <laughs> right? It'd be a really tough decision. It's like Sophie's choice. It really is. And I, even at this point, it's like, 
I honestly would have Rick Santorum over <laughs> Donald Trump because at the very least, it's easier to hate someone who has at least some sort of political understanding of how to behave as a human being. Yeah, you, it's like Trump the devil you villain. know. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a fat <laughs> fucking movie villain, a, like a bank tell. Like I'm, a, I'm honestly starting to feel bad I voted for the guy. Like, mm, it's getting yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, the penguin if the penguin was orange. Yes, he really he's, does he's like fucking, So the Riddler? Yeah. Yes, but fat. <laughs> I always tell people, like, just... Just tweet him that he's fat. Seriously. I just, actually did that. And I got great. trolled pretty hard for it. You did. I said, I said like, he's fat and orange. He's fat, fat, fat. If you just keep telling him he's fat, he'll hate it. He is really fat. He, I don't, I don't think he dude. reads. He can't read his at replies, right? He can't read did anything. You, did you see that thing where they like, so, so they did his physical, they weighed him. And then like, according to, uh, I don't know, like... Whatever, he's morbidly obese. He's yeah. like classified as morbidly obese. He must be close to 300 pounds. And yeah, so then they so then they start, they basically officially made his height 6'3 instead of 6'2. And uh, what that does is for his step. height, he's no longer obese. <laughs> oh, wow. He's no longer considered obese. What a so, creep. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Uh, also, I mentioned before Sophie's Choice. Yeah. And I just know that that's like a hard decision, but I don't know what Sophie had to choose. Do you? Guys? Oh, she had to choose between her children killing or seeing one of her. Yeah, how did it go? I think it was it was in a concentration camp, a right. movie about a concentration camp, and she Jesus. has to choose between which, which child, child she goes with. Or yeah, she she saves. She had two kids, and it's like you can save one, yes. not yeah. the other. <laughs> God, and what did she end up doing? She ended up taking the cool kid, and, and it was like, like I don't know decision, this guy. Right? Like, so- <laughs> <laughs> it was like sort of like a drunken person at a club. She's like, yeah, I don't really know this guy, right. but like, if he wants I, to come in too, right, you can actually save both of them. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, because like, I really want this one. I choose Corey. <laughs> and then what? What's your name, dude? Who do you know here? That's her. <laughs> Who do you know here? Is what she said. Can you believe that? Oh God! Jesus. Where's your ending. bracelet, kid? <laughs> Where's your bracelet? <laughs> Did you buy a Mom. VIP? <laughs> uh, I also realized we didn't say that guy's name. Who yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, so the guy who wrote the song, it's actually a Weezer cover of a song I've never heard. Uh, Joe Kim from Germany. There's a new White Album, Weezer White Album. Oh, Weezer really? is one of the bands that like I did love or do love growing up, but I haven't heard any of their new stuff really. Yeah, remember, like, didn't they do a song with the Muppets or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they did. Break my day, say my day. Well, it's just a thought of you in love with someone I got the magic else. in me. That's kind of a new one that I Oh, like. yeah, that's a good one. What's or, the White Album? They have a White Album? Are you aware of the Weezer White Album? No. Maybe this guy's trolling us. <laughs> but they did that song. <laughs> it's an original song. <laughs> <laughs> it did sound Weezer-ish. Anyway, they did that thanks. song that was actually like ostensibly bad maybe they were like trolling us or was like beverly hills oh, oh yeah that's where i want to be <laughs> like it was like that was the green album was it? wasn't it's like it a, sort of like I a cheryl crow song wasn't there like a time when uh river Cuomo <laughs> apparently also had a binder like sia and romney oh, that for was sure. like sure his binder was like the key components to making a a popular radio song oh wow so, right he's like he was like very analytical and like harvard about it yeah but i guess it worked totally. well he went to harvard song. right yeah yeah, the White Album was released April 1st, 2016. Wow. Holy shit, that's recent. Should we just stop and listen to the Weezer White Album? <laughs> Full? On repeat? <laughs> I guess. I mean, we might as well. Get nude, get high. 
Uh, El- Hotbox the studio. <laughs> uh, so, Elliot, I don't know if you know, but this is a, actually an advice podcast. Yes. Yeah, we don't. We did. Since we don't usually always talk about music, and I get to talk about music all the damn day, but I'm happy to talk about advice too. I'm a, this is <laughs> that was my extent of it. That's that's all I knew about music. That's is what, fair. Is what I've talked about in the first 12 minutes of this show. Uh, so, as always, these are real emails that we've received from real people. Jake and I often give advice. Sometimes it's by ourselves. Sometimes we have. Friends and family and guests sure. at the house. You're all three, I would think. Thank you so much. Brother. Thank uh, you so much. Well, how, would our, how would people know you, just so to put you in context? Who um, is, I'm who an is actor this person? and writer for Broad City. Okay. People see me there, probably. Uh-huh. Um, and I do a live show in L.A. and New York and at festivals called Haunting Renditions Live, mm-hmm. which is actually music where I'm singing like lush orchestrations of terrible songs wow. with a five-piece band. So that I have awesome. a whole canon in my... Head That's and incredible. Google Docs of terrible songs that I love. Wow. What's your favorite one? Oh boy. Uh, Kokomo by the Beach Boys. <laughs> oh. I love that song. <laughs> yeah, but it's is that even if you love that song. Yeah. Oh, is that from uh, Cocktail? The movie? Yes. Yes. Bermuda, but when you think about like the Beach Boys and then you <clears throat> with Brian Wilson, which is like he cre- he created a type of sound. And then you look at Mike Love in his Hawaiian t shirt or whatever his Hawaiian shirt and John Stamos on the drums and full house and cocktail it's like oh but it's so <laughs> listenable it's so <laughs> chewy and like it's like taffy yeah the song is like know. dumb taffy <laughs> i like never knew the history. i don't even know anything about that song except oh. that i used to like my mom would play it when i was a kid yes so it's just i i'm aruba with jamaica yeah, exactly Aru- and there he's just naming places yeah. aruba <laughs> jamaica like soothing. he's yeah he's just saying yeah, you wanna, Ooh, I the whole song is him going, do you want to go on vacation? <laughs> yes, Where do I you do. want to go? We'll per- How about perfect Kokomo? our chemistry. We'll perfect our chemistry. Where is Kokomo? Where is uh, Aruba, Bahama? Come on, pretty mama. Aruba, Bahama. Come Those on, pretty I mama. I have a general idea. Key Largo, Montego, Montego baby, baby, why don't, why don't we, go? we go? To Bermuda, Bahama. Uh, the Florida Keys Kokomo. at one point. Yeah, I don't know where Kokomo is. <laughs> Hawaii? Kokomo is actually a small town in North Carolina. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah, they just move inland. <laughs> There's another part where he just start, starts rattling off like Midwestern states. Oh my yeah. God. St. Louis. City. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska. Right. St. Louis, Chicago. Landlocked Baby, <laughs> uh, All right. So this is from a dude. We're going to give him a fake name just to preserve his anonymity. Do you have a dude's name that we can call this guy? Sure. Um, Nathaniel. That's really good so far. <laughs> Do you have a last name? Sure. Uh, Von Cantaloupe. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Nathaniel Von Cantaloupe writes, Yesterday, my girlfriend was upset at me because I'm a very private man about my laptop and phone. I've never, excuse me, I've never told her about my passwords for either. And if she's using my laptop, I prefer to have her log on to a guest account. She also knows that it's not just her. I don't tell my passwords to anybody. However, she feels like I don't trust her. And it makes it seem like I have something to hide. Am I crazy for being this protective of my passwords? I really don't have anything to hide, although there's probably some porn or something if she knew where to look. And I don't think she'd ever snoop. I guess I'm partly worried that she'd mess something up, like give my laptop a virus or some shit. Do you guys tell your passwords to people? No, I don't. I mean, I understand that. He's like, I'd like a semblance of privacy, and I'm not trying to hide anything in particular. Yeah. But I like my... I'm also. I also come from a Jewish, 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 Jewish family where everyone, <laughs> where nothing, there's no boundaries. Oh yeah. So I can imagine. I'm trying to like picture. Oh, like my parents, and it's like 
Of course they have each other's passwords. Like Yeah, they have the same bank account for exactly. crying out loud. My mom doesn't know a single one of her passwords. Like exactly. I need to, I need to like help her with something on Tumblr and she's like, You have to email dad. Yeah, I could not tell you. <laughs> Although I do like that that Nathaniel says his girlfriend might put a like add a like give his computer a virus like she's a thousand years old and has never like <laughs> I haven't thought about technology. viruses in so what's she, long. What's he talking yeah. about? Is she like <laughs> she 16? fell for a phishing scam while checking his email? <laughs> yeah. She de- oh this .exe file looks pretty interesting. Hey Nathaniel, we have to change all your passwords now. It looks like they're compromised. <laughs> yeah, I put a virus on your phone. He's basically calling her like a ball and chain, like a technological ball and chain. <laughs> the wife won't let you know. The yeah. wife won't try to log into my fucking computer do you have you what's your longest relationship uh three years and would that person have carte blanche access to your phone at a certain point uh yeah he would so they would be like hey let me take your phone he knows the password i mean i would give him the password at that point if he wanted it nothing to hide no i don't think it's a weird moment to be like i would you know we've all right we've slept together we said i love you i met your parents I think I want your passwords. Yeah. Like nobody does that. But like nobody anybody. Does that. Yeah. My, like people I uh, love know my password on my phone because if I'm like driving and something's yeah. like going to change a song. Right. Like I know your password. Totally. And I know yours. But I don't know your Gmail password. Right. I think that's different. There's like passwords that people. You don't have to be weird about like not, not giving her your phone password or something. Mm-hmm. Well, it really. De- I mean, honestly, it just really comes down to if there's some if there's stuff you want to hide. You know, which is like fine. If there's stuff you want to hide, then you have the right to hide it. Yeah, there but is stuff I want to hide. You also have your significant other's right to say, "Why would you want to hide something from me?" And and is it something that could potentially challenge our relationship? I think it's just like the kind of thing you're at. You probably ask. Here's yeah. two levels of digital privacy that I've noticed in 2017. Let's say. Uh, People who kind of have something to hide when they get messages on their iPhone, it just comes up as iMessage, but you can't read it until it opens. Yeah. Yes. I've seen like that level of like, hey, if we're sitting down watching a movie and a thing pops up, it's going to say a person's name and iMessage. It's not going to say yeah, the as message. Soon as, as soon the as you start screen. doing that, I, I'll, I, I'm going to let you finish. But I want to <laughs> also, if somebody puts their phone facing down. down I think that person is cheating on somebody. Yes, yes, that yes. much, I just the face down. Yeah, I think it's that Because you simple. can't even be, you can't even choose a level of anonymity where it's like, by the way, you have a message. It'll say like, by the way, Georgia sent you a message. Because like, you're already kind of implicated just by the name yes. that's displayed. And I use that. I use that feature where it just says a, a message. Is that because you want to surprise yourself or because you want to keep a little I want to surprise privacy? myself. It's like you keep a little gem of, of surprise for what that message will be oh, rather nice. than like, Get it. It's basically like, I don't want spoilers. <laughs> I don't want to be spoiled. Spoiler alert as to what the I, text will be when you yes, can read it. Exactly. I've, gone, I've like been as shady as changing girls' names in my phone to wow. my eyes. That's really good. And it's like, that's dark. That's a sad, that's a sad wow. place to be. Yeah. Like when you're doing that, just break up with whoever why, you're with. Why did Domino's Pizza just text you? <laughs> they, that they want to see you tonight. Uh, Wait, what's your second one? Uh, read receipts. People in long relationships seem to have read, read receipts on because it's yeah. like, when you read your thing, I want to know what that you read it I and that you haven't hate replied yet. Read receipts, yeah, so very much. Yeah, I think they're so creepy and in, they're actually invasive. <laughs> that's like that adds such an ambiguous. That's such an ambiguous level. Yeah, through which you could then attach any type of 
I think that's Emotion. almost like technology putting some sort of yes pressure. Uh, yeah, they're like trying to change the way we communicate by doing that. Yeah, and that's why that's why I call it ambiguous because it's like, oh, they can't say specifically what it is, but it's like, oh, so you want to give me the opportunity to feel uh, uh, guilty or not even guilty, just responsible yeah. for having read this and not responding It's yet. like the social stigma oh, of I hate it. ignoring somebody. I hate it. Yeah, but then there's like ways around it. Like, oh, I, oh, I saw it on the lock screen, but I didn't open it. So it exactly. still doesn't count as unread. But there's... you did, but, but right, right, exactly. Yeah, but you did read it, but you didn't reply. No, no, it won't be... It won't come through as red if it hasn't been opened yet. Yeah, but you can still like read the preview. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which is why I don't. <laughs> I figured it out. I cracked the code. But then, didn't we talk to somebody recently where it's like, he has the read receipts on, and it's like, maybe it's gone full circle to the point where like now read receipts is like a cool move? Oh, yeah. He <laughs> did. And he was like, I, I'll like, I put them on just to fuck with people. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I did read your text and I didn't reply. Yes. And, and then that was they a know. Choice. Then they know. Then they know. Uh-huh. But that's terrible. I don't want that. <laughs> I want a little, I want more ambiguity. I need, I need to not be, it, it just, all it does is encourage neuroses. That's all it does. Totally. It encourages but, neuroses and, and but second isn't, guessing. Isn't it safe to say that every text message is read within eight seconds and like not, every no. minute after that is <laughs> like a me, deliberate power play? No, for me, I will. Like, I don't mean, it's not like a pat on the back, but like, I prefer to just not look at my phone when I'm in the middle of a conversation or dinner or anything like that. Oh, that's nice. And I really won't. Like, I'll just, I, I and I'm not saying it as a, like a, I'm not, it's not like a bragging thing. It's just like, I don't want to be bothered. And so. And then do you do, you do vibrations? Do you feel it blowing nope, up and you don't look? I don't look. Pure silence. Pure silence. You don't even feel it. I don't even feel it. And then you, maybe that's the same thing where you like at the end of the meal, you pull it out and yes. you see the green. Yes. And that's, I, that's great. A, that's, that's a mature thing me. to do. I don't, I wonder if there's anybody left or where, for like the last generation that's yeah. going to go on do not disturb mode. Oh yeah. I, we, we definitely are. Right. Because soon it's going to come to your watch. Soon yeah. it's going to be like. And yeah. Like, and kids are like. Uh, fucking eyeballs. Yeah. And kids are like, kid, no kid is like, um. I can wait on receiving information. I'll take it easy for now. No, they want it immediately. It's true. It's really hard. I was trying to think of like the name of a song the other day. And I was like, I was on my, I like gave myself car sickness because somebody else was driving. I was on my phone for like 25 minutes Mm. Googling everything I thought might be the lyrics to it. And I couldn't just, I could not for the life of me be like, it'll come to me. Yeah. (laughs) No, it has to to be here. You have to know. It's not going to come. I have to bring it to me. Yes. I can crack this code. By the way, I still haven't thought of it. (laughs) Oh, no. You still don't know? No. What are are the lyrics? I thought it was a song about like a van running on veggie oil and it being like a (laughs) shitty car. Huh. That sounds like the cover to a fish album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, my shitty vegetable oil car keeps breaking down something, something. Huh. It's a junker. I don't know what the fucking lyrics are. These are all the things that I looked up. Sounds That's... very country. I know. Yeah. I don't know. Are you sure it wasn't a dream you had? It might have been, honestly. I've had a song in my head for, I think, eight years that I don't know what it is. And I, I distinctly remember where I heard it. I was in Israel with you like five years ago. So how's it been in your head for eight years? Sorry, it's been in my head for five years. Uh, <laughs> but we were in Israel six years ago. Was it? Actually, I don't know. Sorry, uh, I'm just being an asshole. But the, it's this, and I don't. The problem is, I know I can hear it in my head, but I can't like describe it outside because in my head it sounds like. And it's been a long summer. Da, 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 I like that song. 
What is it? Just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, that was the. Uh, and then uh, when I sing that, everyone's like, "Oh, do you mean Long December by Counting Crows?" I'm like, no, that's a different song. The words aren't it's even been Long a Hard Summer. Day's Night. That's almost what it sounds like. It's too. almost like a Jewish camp song, but I don't know why that would be playing on a radio in Israel. Isn't there a song called like Cool Dry Summer or like Long, Long? <laughs> been a, um... Oh, there's a. It's a dashboard song that says Goodbye Sweet Summer. <laughs> that's one. But I'm thinking of like cool summer yeah the problem is i don't even think the word summer is in it, it just oh, in my brain oh, oh. it sounded like summer it's a summer right. jewish song. yeah right <laughs> i don't know i don't got it i tried snapchatting once instagramming it no no Nothing, avail. Huh? crowdsourcing didn't happen didn't work uh so what do you, what should we tell this guy specifically <laughs> oh yeah uh, does it did, does he owe it to his girlfriend to just give her the passwords I don't, Does no it depend way? on how long the relationship so. is? I think you have a. Dis- I think that this this is not the kind of thing that should be like such a roadblock in a relationship. I think he should be able to say, "Hey, yeah. I like. I just. It's not that I. I have anything to hide. I just feel like privacy is important. Like, if there was ever a situation where you needed one of my passwords or something, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't hesitate to give it to you. But but doesn't it seem like you would just be like, sure, do it. No, I don't know. What's just the thing I like to dig my feet in? Like, why? Like, why? It's she's like, what do you have to hide? I'm like, well, why? What do you? Why do you need to get in? Right. What right. do you have to unhide? Right. Yeah. What do you have to unearth? <laughs> what do you have to discover? I think it's a healthy boundary. I, I think do too. I really do. So, like, Gmail password maybe too much. Phone password fine. Yeah. Yeah. That seems appropriate. Yeah. That seems appropriate to me. Pin. Yeah. Pin, sure. Pin. ATM yeah. pin. I think you could. I think you could. <laughs> Any four-digit code you can, you can have. my have. pin, and that's where I'm going to draw the line. <laughs> also, like, yeah. Because so your phone's at least always on your person. Yeah. Well, I can make always. sure nobody gets You're going there. in the shower. Oh, I take my phone in the shower. There's been a lot Under of snooping water. in the shower. Am I crazy, or is the iPhone 7 waterproof? You're, oh. Did I make that I was up? about to say you're I crazy, think... but now I'm seeing a commercial where it is. Yeah, I think it might be. That's why they got rid of the headphone jack, right? To make it waterproof. Oh, yeah. How can anything be... Like, what, I'm, I can submerge this in water and it's fine? I'm frankly surprised it's not waterproof <laughs> already. <laughs> There's holes in it. This thing should have been waterproof the entire time. Yeah, I have Don't no... the holes lead to the electricity? I bet they could have made it waterproof really early on, and they're like, let's save it. Yes. Let's is this completely it. waterproof? Like, it can get dri- like drizzled That's on, or I like, thought. I can straight up fucking underground, underwater videos shit i think you can i i think you can underwater video <laughs> that's really crazy they better be they, they had that technology in like cameras for a long time yeah now it used to be like the if you like put it in a plastic box remember those cameras yeah but there now are like some like chunky underwater cameras that yeah, i can remember those, like, I disposable can, ones they were great yeah. we could have taken underwater photos in the fucking beach in well, honolulu I, <laughs> well i have a six still Actually, edit that part out. Edit that out of the podcast. <laughs> I have an eight still. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Let's try to answer more questions after yeah, the break. Yeah, we've only done one. Yeah, uh, but we got into it. I like it so far. Yeah, me too. Uh, we'll be right back with more Us and Elliot and questions and answers after this. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
yeah, it's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move, you know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness, it's nah. a It's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non-movement that's movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement uh, seems I'll like it should I'll have to check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm-hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm-hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Hey, we're back. Uh, Elliot's dog is in the studio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's just sort of a, a wise old dog that walks around and, and makes people happy. Honestly, uh, Elliot, I like you a lot, but I would do, a, <laughs> I don't know, a 20-hour interview with Atticus. <laughs> yeah. He has the secret to life. He's full of answers. <laughs> he's he really more, is. He's like more chill than Yoda and Gandhi. <laughs> yeah. He's so <laughs> zen. It's nuts. It doesn't make any sense. You think he knows he makes people ha- like he just jumped onto the couch and then jumped in Jake's lap. Yeah. Like he knew he knew that Jake he would loved, like he it. He just loves warmth and like being like being with somebody. He <laughs> loves it. He's so calming. Like when I met you downstairs, usually when I see a dog, I'm like, woo, you know, get really excited. Yeah. And just like touching. <laughs> 
Atticus made me want to whisper. Yes. He's so Talk slower. He's so relaxing. He's, he's a soup. Little... He's soup and a massage. He really is. <laughs> he's so chill. He's a gentle breeze over a country plane. But then oh, that's he funny. He's I, leaving. Say, he, I say his name and he thinks I'm calling him. <laughs> oh, and he's shit. like, okay. He, and then he pops up and he's like a... Yeah, he turns into like a little... He looks like a little like seal with arms. <laughs> he really does. He what really kind does. of dog? Just so people can picture it better. Well, I we did the take DNA a picture test. After this episode. And I was like, oh, he's got definitely going to be like a Havanese <coughs> and a Schnauzer. Uh-huh. That's what, that was my guess. I got the DNA test and he was six Human. different... Yeah, he was a person. <laughs> he is a teacup Yorkie poo. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. He's like he's like a, pe- a, a Pomeranian and a... And a St- a standard rat ter- uh, rat terrier or toy terrier or something. Wow! And a Gordon Setter, which is which are huge dogs, which is like insane. Yeah. Um, and then also Chihuahua, which we never would have seen Chihuahua. coming. It's crazy. Chihuahua. Then, like, yeah, <laughs> that's Chihuahua? what I say. Wow. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! Do any of those dogs have the temperament that he has? No. Or is that totally unique to? That's why it's so like... interesting. Like, if anything, I guess a Gordon Setter might. I don't. I, I really don't. I don't know. It 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 made no sense, but it's so specific. Like, how could it not be real? Have you ever heard him bark? Oh yeah, he'll bark occasionally. Like if the door, someone knocks on the door, or if yeah, he barks so little. It's like I'm trying to think, and I can't even <laughs> recall a single bark time. Yeah, he'll bark a little bit, but he's not much of a barker. Wow. Um, what do first, you? I didn't hear his voice for the first few weeks that I had him. I was like. Maybe he doesn't bark. <laughs> is that a thing? Dogs that don't bark, like uh, dogs? Like quiet dogs. There's quiet dogs. Yeah, but well, zero yeah. barkage. Zero bark. Probably. Probably. They Very probably true. Exist. Yeah. Like they don't know how. Yeah, they they don't know how. And there's the sad ones. <laughs> so instead, ones. they bite. Yes. Oh, they just rip your face off. <laughs> I love there are the that. sad ones that people have their vocal cords removed because oh, yeah, they're monsters. Oh yeah, like a strange. Like, yeah. Yeah. Monsters. Yeah. Just pure monsters. <laughs> That's so fucking sad. Yeah, that's like Hunger what? Games style tor- torture. Chop off the tail, chop off the, yes. the balls, cut <laughs> off the boy's declaw. Why did you want a dog? <laughs> I really just wanted a fuzzy torso. <laughs> you wanted a stuffed animal. I wanted ribs and wanted some sort of fluff. <laughs> <laughs> An above ground manatee, ideally. Yeah. Uh, what are you working on nowadays? Is there anything you want to plug slash promote? Sure. Well, I just finished writing on the sixth season of New Girls. Holy so shit! Just wrap that. Is, did you, how long season. have you been writing there? How many seasons? Just one. Just this last season. Just the last season. Yeah, because I was I've been writing for the show Younger and also Broad City for the past couple of years. Holy wow. shit! And so New Girl was my first fancy network. job at a network. Yeah. What's going on in New Girl? Uh, well, who's hooking up? Zoe's still there. Classic. Uh, Good. Actually, Zoe it had like. Um, was pregnant in season five, so she actually left for a few episodes from her maternity leave. Oh, not in the show. Uh, not in the show, but on the show she went to, quote, jury duty. Oh. And um, Megan Fox came in and sort of replaced her for a few weeks. Wow. So she actually came back this season because people loved her so much. And so that was, like, for me as a first-year writer there, it was really fun to write for Megan Fox because – I hadn't really thought one way or the other about Megan Fox before. Yeah. And, but her, like, and Zoe as a, like, a duo is so interesting to watch because they're night and day. I mean, Zoe's like, yep, yeah, you know, like, ukulele. Quirky, and, adorkable. And, yeah, and adorkable or whatever. And Megan's, like, wears all black and is, like, you know, all <laughs> business, sardonic. She's really funny. That's Really great. funny. And the rest of the, actually, the, the writers were 
would like tease me because I was like, Megan Fox is a genius. And they're like, well, she's great, but like, you're like up her ass. And I'm like, I just think she is fantastic. Like, I just love Megan Fox. And everyone's like, everyone likes her, but they're like, Elliot loves her. Like, what is with him and Megan Fox? You're her Atticus. You're obsessed with Megan Fox. I I just was like, she's so, she's just a fun, you know why? Because she's an anic, she's sort of an antidote to the show. Right, There's right. a little bit of like she's she's sort of a dark humor cloud on yeah. the show, which is very upbeat and like you know the jokes. The show has become a sort of like a mile a minute joke fest. You right, know, right. it's like kind of taken on that like happy endings and thirty rock pace. Yeah, and so it's really fun to bring a, a, someone like Megan in and have her and just add her to the dynamic. It's it's fun to it's just really fun. Yeah. I'll check out this season. Has it started airing yet? Oh yeah, yeah. We uh, we're almost. It's almost done airing. It started the sixth season started in I think September or October. Just and a so classic we'll be wrapping TV up in sketch. a few weeks. Yeah. I feel like I could jump back in New Girl. It's I, fun. I watched up until like season three or four. Yeah, yeah Lamorne. Like the actors are all fantastic, but Lamorne, who plays um, Winston. Winston, is just so funny and so easy to write for, and has some. He's such a great improviser. He's just really fun to like write for and watch on set. How right? did uh, writing for a network compare to writing for like it's uh, so different cable and? It's a different world completely. I mean, it's just so bureaucratic and so big, and there's so much more money. But and there's just so yeah, there's just so much more. Um, like tradition to it, you know, for better or worse. I mean, like the room, and then yeah, and the, breaking off and writing it. Yeah, and then it's improving very. The it's, it's like at least for me, it was felt like a boot camp. Is, did it feel like something that you had to do just to like cut your teeth, and you'd rather stay in cable, or is it? Uh, that's a good question. I think yes. I think especially for, for like selling my own projects that would you know star me ostensibly. It's like <laughs> I, I'd rather. Mo- go you back and Megan to Fox. Cable and yeah, me and Megan Fox. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Comedy. Amazing, yeah. But yes, you Megan I, Fox and Sia do, does the theme song. Oh, forget it. I oh, that'd be so good. Game over. Yeah. No, I I, I think for me, like for you know, for better or worse, I, I think Cable is more my lay of the land. But mm-hmm. it was a gr- it was a great and I, and I might go back too. I mean, but it was a great place to cut my teeth on the sort of old school joke room. You know, joke, 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 joke versus story, story, story. Totally. Kind of Are you one of place. the youngest guys in that room? Um, I think so. I think yeah, probably. I mean, just a bunch there's of a couple people dudes. in their like late twenties, and yeah, I'm in my early thirties. And there's, I think most people there are in their like forties. Wow. Yeah, That's it's fun. a great, great, great room of people, and some comedians and you know Noah Garfinkel and oh, yeah, Joe Wangert. Yeah. Yeah. All hilarious, hilarious people. So Jake can stop by any time and sort of be a writer on the show Absolutely. if you need it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. What? It would be an honor. Yeah. <laughs> You're obviously angling for it. That's not what I'm doing, man. Oh, come on. Well, do you bring Atticus? Yeah. Then I am going to come by. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and sure, I have a spec script. <laughs> sure. You can find one. Well, Billy on Billy Eichner, they did, on Billy on the Street, they did one of their like dollar rounds or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. He was like, you know, running around asking people like, hilariously irreverent questions and one of them was is new girl having a quiet renaissance <laughs> and i was like that is hilarious because yeah. we're like maybe hoping please can we can yeah. we can you you know and but it's so it's so funny because yeah it's a show that's like moved out of the zeitgeist for sure but it still has a very loyal following and zoe is still a movie star you right. know and jake too i mean they're all yeah. like jake and max are all like 
movie stars. Yeah. And so it's still an interesting place to work. It's like at the end of Parks dynamics. and Rec where like Chris Pratt is also the number one movie star. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. Check, look at that. Right. It's, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And here. Yeah. How'd you get him? It's like, well, <laughs> exactly. he's the reason. He's hot. That's yeah. why he's hot. So. Uh, all right. Do you want to answer some more questions? I want to I want to dispense some more wisdom before you have to get out. Atticus is going to answer this next one. All right, here we go. <laughs> he is fully asleep at this point. All the secrets. Uh, oh, another guy's name. Oh, another man's name. Uh, Sinclair. <laughs> oh, and we need the la- last name too. Yeah, yeah. let's go for it. Saint James. Sinclair oh, Saint James. That's two last names. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and one Monopoly property. That's right. Uh, hey there, my Jew friends. Still works. <laughs> well. Yeah. Uh, I'm a 22-year-old British boy in the midst of a quandary, and I was hoping my favorite child men could help. Are you a child man? Uh, yes. All right, great. For so far, sure. so good. I work alongside a six-cent babe. Not all of us can be tens. And I've realized I'm becoming increasingly atta- uh, attached to her. The problem is twofold. One, she has a BF, albeit of less than a year. Two, I think she likes me, but I'm not sure, and I'm bad at reading this kind of stuff. I have asked girls out before with varying degrees of success, so I'm not too scared of that normally. But if she rejects me, I literally sit opposite to her and have to talk to her every single day. I can't imagine a more awkward situation. I know it's a dumb question because she's already with someone, but I like her. And they're not married, damn it. Do I just dive in almost blind and hope she likes me? Or should I play it cool and not say anything? Help. Thanks in advance. Longtime fan. Toda. Love. Sinclair. St. James. Mm. Mm. So she's basically in love with someone at work. Yeah, someone uh, that he's not even attracted to, or like he is attracted. I, I just don't understand why he called her a six cent piece and then also terrible. wants to break up his their relationship. That's terrible. Well, yeah. if he's if he's really ugly, then maybe that's as good as it gets. I guess so. <laughs> that could be true. There's something like like I never thought of the idea of like uh, finding a mate at work. But it's. I feel like I've heard more and more straight people just be like, "Oh yeah, that like happens all the time." I think it almost exclusively happens, and it's never cro- it's never crossed my mind and never been part of my experience because, as a gay guy, it's like I'm in the minority, so it's you know, so like oh, so it's tough to you. Like I would just a, ne- there's not a large pool for you. Yeah, to there's no situation, a real life situation in which I'd be walking to a room in which there were, you know, a ton of potential boyfriends or right. something most of the places i worked have only ever had one gay person working there. exactly so. so it's never i've never even thought that way about anything the idea of meeting somebody at work so i think there's an advantage to being straight and having that be a possibility mm-hmm. finally but, we get an advantage well, finally <laughs> but which is why in this case i think sinclair should lay off mm. oh because you're like you know what he like again as a as a gay guy I have access to 10% of the people, of the population, if that, you know, for <laughs> yeah. like love and sex or whatever. He has access to 90%. Right. He can find somebody outside of work. <laughs> find somebody that or you somebody don't, else at work. That you don't think is a six. Yes, and that don't you call don't... her a six cent babe or whatever. <laughs> right. It's disgusting. It's kind of an oxymoron if you're like, she's not a babe, babe. Six uh, cent is so specific. And also, I mean, if he... I think it, even if it's like a sure thing, like she definitely wants you to ask her out, it's still awkward to ask someone out. So like, oh, don't course. take a fucking 50-50 shot <laughs> with someone somebody, with a boyfriend. Like, yeah, I would. And with somebody s- who sits across from you every day. <laughs> this is so bad from the so bad from the get go. Maybe his best bet is to be the best type of casual, non-asking her out dude 
hope that she I breaks up with the right. other boyfriend and then hope that she asks him yeah. out. I think, think that's right. Yeah, even if she was single, I don't think you can ask somebody out at work. You have to just like persist at work functions and stuff. And there are a lot of those. There's like oh. work happy hours and you could say like, are you going? Whatever. Have whatever. you guys dated people at work? Almost exclusively. Wow, you too? Uh, no. Does it blow up in your face? Yes. Of course. <laughs> Bad. So I used how to could, like yeah. work in the same office with a girlfriend and we would get into like bad fights in wow. and like she would walk past my desk and like not look at me and I would just be like stewing needing to write a comedy wow. sketch. Oh, that's so infuriating. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Oof, who would want that? Why would you want to run the risk of that? Yeah, no, it, it's not good. I mean, I I can't help myself. Sure. I, Jake doesn't think Jake about risks. Jake loves love. Yeah, that's right. He I don't think love. about consequences right. in any way, shape, or form. Right. Has that changed, do you think? Or are you still sort of that way? No, I guess I've gotten more aware that I don't think of consequences. <laughs> so I can like sort of, it's almost like watching a movie, being like, Jake's not thinking of this one. <laughs> yeah, you're like becoming, you're like, you're like Be- Benjamin buttoning into a teenager <laughs> and just like thinking without your frontal lobe development and just being like, sure, yeah. but I'll I'm like, date the woman. Yeah, and I'm watching it like I'm watching a horror movie, like, don't go in there. Yes, <laughs> get out. <laughs> like, I can't stop. I watched this show that only uh, uh, children watch called The Fosters. <laughs> I've never heard of it. It's on Freeform, which is the channel for teenagers. Of course. But I love this show so much. It's like a, it's a show, it's a drama, like a melodrama about two lesbians and their house of like a thousand children that they fostered and adopted. Like four kids, but whatever. <laughs> it's a real and, show. Yeah, it's a real show. It's really good. Like it is actually a really good show. And it's because it's a melodrama, you know, everyone has a storyline that's just crazier than the last sometimes. And I'm like, I, you know, you watch it with a grain of salt. But then there was a scene where two of the adults were talking and they were like, remember, kids, these kids don't think. They like kids, li- like literally and scientifically, don't have the function to think before they do something, which is why kids get into trouble all the time. And it reminded me, like, oh my God, that that's a real thing that. As adults, we do hopefully and usually have the wherewithal to be like, oh, okay, I, I can think before I make this decision. Whereas kids mm-hmm. are just idiots, yeah. <laughs> straight up dummies who are like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, let's have, let's like, let's. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do jump this off the roof thing. and see if I can fly. Exactly. Now both my legs are broken. Like, what <laughs> why the, that happen? What the hell? <laughs> right? Isn't that interesting? I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, I mean, how would kids be smart? They haven't lived like their first eight years. They were legit right. children but right. then I, w- I wake up I still wake up in the morning and I'm like have a pounding hangover and I'm like what the like I know I drank yes like nine whiskeys yes that's like I knew this would happen right and but here I, I am stop. but I did it anyway I guess getting drunk almost turns you into a child where for you sure don't... yeah it sort of sweeps away all the logic and adult stuff and it's yes. like alright now you're an animal is out the window yeah. Yeah. yeah and I guess I still like I actively like to get drunk because I know that I'll get myself there yeah you want to get so yourself to that place of right of abandonment your inner so child still, like, even when i'm sober and i'm like about to have my first drink i'm like i know i'll be hung over like i know that i'm opening this door where i'm gonna go get drunk and lose, lose totally. myself yes good for you <laughs> finally <laughs> becoming you. more maybe when i'm 40 i'll stop uh bad behavior oh wow instead of just recognize it i guess i mean i'm getting closer <laughs> i'm trending towards it eventually you you'll think shed that boy bad boy image <laughs> <laughs> Everybody thinks of me as a big bad a, boy, a little Jewish bad boy. <laughs> um, shoot! All right, 
let's let's try to answer one more because we've only done two. Sure. Yeah. And we usually do sixty. Okay. 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 <laughs> it's usually rapid fire. But I like I like that we've got real in this episode. We went in deep. We're just talking. It's more of quality than quantity. Yeah, I honestly think it's the Atticus effect. If you could just you could start an Atticus podcast. Oh yeah. I mean you could. There's a million things. He's he's on Broad City too. Oh really? really? Yeah. If you watch the dog episode from season two, oh, I see that. Episode. I I literally married Atticus wow. to another dog. But he was so, and the, the animal, tra- you know, we had a bunch of dogs on set that day, and the animal trainer was this, like, big, like, fat dude from Brooklyn, and he was like, I can't believe your dog. He was like, I cannot believe your dog. He's, like, he's the most beautiful animal I've ever seen. And I'm like, he's like, he's trained, right? And I was like, I mean, he's not formally trained. He's like, and the guy was blown. He's like, he's not an actor? He's like, he doesn't act. <laughs> he's not an actor. Like, yeah, no, he, this, is his, this is him, like. He's so chill. He's not doing a character right he now. He just couldn't yeah. believe it. He Will couldn't you believe it. One more it. time for just for me to say, I can't believe your dog. <laughs> I can't believe your dog. <laughs> that's Jake's ringtone now. I really would love that. I can't believe your dog. Uh, which that's one? Like, that's a little more like a lot. That, that of yours is a little more Long Island. Like there is a fine line between like the Brooklyn accent and the the long the Long Island accent is much more disgusting. Oh yeah. And like in the Brooklyn's in the nose. Charming. Yeah, Brooklyn's a little more charming. Uh, 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 which one did you love? The bus one? Yeah, I liked the bus one a lot. All right, I'm going to read the bus one. Great. Bus holes. This one's written by a lady. Oh, okay. So you want to give him a lady, give her a lady name? Sure. Um, Champagne. No, wait. <laughs> Urbana. Ur- what is it? Uh, Champagne I, Urbana? Yeah. That's, that's a great. place, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a city. Uh, Very nice. Isn't that in the uh, Kokomo song? Yeah. <laughs> Champagne Urbana. Come on, pretty mama. I recently moved back home with my parents to save money, which means now I have a commute of an hour and a half to get to work. This means getting a bus at 6.30 a.m. every morning. I'm a smoker, and to be courteous, I stood at the far side of the bus shelter to save the other people at the stop from having to breathe my delicious smoke. The shelter is about two feet back from the road, and there is no set queuing area. People just line up when the bus gets there. Because I'm on the far side of the shelter, I'm queuing from a different side than the rest of the bus wankers. One morning, I thought I heard one guy grumble that I was skipping the queue, but I had my earphones in, so I didn't really hear about it, and I dismissed it. Yesterday, the same thing happened, but this time I had music turned down, and a a small fraction had come together to give out uh, about me skipping the queue. So today, instead of standing at my usual spot, I started a queue at the edge of the road so it would stop them from grumbling as I was clearly at the head of the queue. This seemed to infuriate them, and one woman tried to push me out of the way as the bus pulled up, shouting that there was a queue and that this was ridiculous. I agreed that there was a queue because I had started it and proceeded to get on the bus to a chorus of protests. (laughs) Now I don't know what to do tomorrow. It seems like whatever I do, I'm in the wrong, and I don't really want to start a brawl on the side of the road that early in the morning. Also, it's not like the bus is full or that there was, there'd be no seats for them when they got on 10 seconds later. The bus isn't even half full at that time. I'm quite a stubborn person and I don't really think I'm in the wrong here. I keep waiting until they all got on first. Sorry, I know waiting until they all got on first would smooth things over, but then they would feel like they had won. And I don't want to give them that satisfaction. So can you please give me some advice on what to do? How do I get these bus holes off my case? I'm open to petty revenge. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Sorry for the long email. Lots of love. Champagne, Urbana. P.S. Do another show in Ireland. Ireland. So it's in Ireland. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) So it's already kind of a sad situation because it's a bunch of... Uh, people waiting at a bus stop in Ireland at 6.30 in the oh, morning. Right. I assume I it's an drizzling and dark. Yeah. 
Get a car. Hmm. Oh, oh shit. shit. Get a car. What are you doing? Wow. I guess I never You're thought about that. You're living at home. Save your money. <laughs> Buy a car. Buy a car and stop waiting in, in the queue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably uh, the most logical idea. Get a car. Get a bike. But maybe, oh, bikes? Well, an hour and a half sucks. Hour and a half commute. But get she also, car. like, even get if she's going to get a car, she's got to save a little bit of money. So she has probably another couple weeks, maybe months. Right. Where she's got to deal with this bus thing. Yeah. I she, honestly don't have an answer because I don't fully understand the problem. She, it, it seems like <laughs> it seems like people are just mad at her for no reason. The first two times she didn't know where the queue was, <laughs> accidentally skipped it. Yeah. The third time she started a queue, but people were were even more mad at that. Yeah. Right? How dare you? And now, obvi- and she recognizes the right answer is to not engage. Yeah, but just go on later. She's this is I mean this is like um what's the, a curb your enthusiasm yes. type thing. Like a Larry I I'm so the opposite. Like I don't want any confrontation at all. Right. Yeah. As, well, as you, soon as somebody like even remotely scolded me for skipping a line, I would wait for the next bus. Right. Would you what's your getting on a plane etiquette? Do you are you first in line or are you like just let them get on, I'll go on last. I oh, don't care. Oh, just let them get in line. I mean, we're all going on the same place. Yeah. There's no reason to make somebody else's trip uh, 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 unpleasant by elbowing your way to the, like there's no reason to do that for all going to the same place unless you're dying to get your baggage directly over where you're sitting and that's dying to do that that's the advantage this is i like i like i just said i hate confrontation but one time where i will just like fight for my shit is when i'm going on an airplane yeah because i like i hate when this is this most privileged complaint I've ever. I'm sky priority. Johnny oh, yeah. Q Public right. is cutting my ass. Right. All I'm, I'm not going to tell you what what uh, what status I am on Delta, but I I do recognize there's like you know they have zone one, zone two, zone three, sure. zone four, and there's people in zone three that just start like sort of inching their yes. way. They're like, I want to be the first one of zone That's three. Me, yeah. You're going annoying. in front of zone one. <laughs> right. You get that, right? Yes. No, I can't go in because I got a bag. You can't squeeze by someone if you have a roller. Right. Yeah. And I mean, then all the, the rollers, the spots above your head are disappearing. Then you got to check your bag. Then they lose your bag. And then it's just... The, it's I will just admit, the I feel so superior when I'm in sky zone. Oh, yeah. The priority? I'm mm-hmm. so... I feel like a king. Yeah. Yep. Even just economy comfort. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Economy premium. premium <laughs> I feel walking, like bro. I like to sit in there as early as possible. Yeah. And just, just watch go like those this. People just the worst march is, to the back. The worst is when you put your bag downstream. So, like, when you get up, you're like, all right, now, Excuse how do... Me. What do I, like, right. shuffle pat? The aisle so is already unpleasant. not wide enough for one human. So unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, f- flying sky priority a couple weeks ago... The guy who was – I was sitting window. This guy was sitting aisle. He had so many points that he bought this, his seat and the in the, min, and and the, the middle, middle seat. Oh, wow. What an yeah. amazing travel companion. He was – he, oh, he's a douche. He was a dick. I guess and he that got makes into sense. a fight with somebody, like a nice woman. He got into a big fight with her and was just terrible. <laughs> just terrible. I'm sorry about that. No, okay. <laughs> and uh, I have to take it. <laughs> and I'm extra sorry about the plane. Mom? <laughs> it, was un- it was pleasant for me, though, to have that extra – leg room in the middle kind of oh, yeah. even though he was like this is where i put my bag this is where i put my ipad this is where i plug in i'm oh, putting right. my gadgets here just yeah. so you know don't even think about putting anything here. i bought this seat this exactly. isn't like this isn't free at yeah. my oh, I know. Well, i know he bought it because he <laughs> yeah. told the woman he got in a fight with i bought this seat because i have that many points and she's like 
well, bitch, you're still not sitting in first class, so... Yeah, you don't have that many points. Yep. Yeah, that's a weird level of, like, buying an extra economy comfort seat. Yeah. It's like you're pretty close to just doing business. She was like... Your ass is still in premium economy oh. with me, bitch. She said that. No, she the woman. She didn't say that directly, but she just burned like she just burned him You're hard. Still, yeah, he was horrid. I mean, what a waste of points. Horrid. <laughs> what a waste FTC. of points. Right for his iPad. Nothing says premium economy like an iPad. Just buy like, yourself a first class seat. Just buy. A f- that's what it was. It was like if it's that important. Just buy yourself a first class seat. Don't buy two premium right. economy seats. <laughs> if you got these points to burn, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, do we have any specific? I don't know what to tell this lady. Oh, I think um, I think you got to swallow your pride and let them win. Just get on the the bus after. Yeah, or or make a huge stink of it every morning and then say I was here first. Or you know, this is probably the easiest one: is smoke your cigarette on the way to the bus, right? And then just like get in the queue with everybody, right? Yeah. And then you don't have to. I mean, nobody's asking you to be at the end of the line. <laughs> No one's saying you can't ride the bus. They're right. just want, they just want you. These people have been like lining up at the bus at six thirty for for a <laughs> yes. probably a pretty long time. Yes, and you're like this this like smoking newcomer that like, yes. thinks that you're too good for the line. I'm with them. Yes. I'm with the angry mob. <laughs> Me too. I imagine they're also a lot older than her, so maybe it's like. Uh, don't worry, they'll be dead soon enough situation. Yeah. Where is she going that takes an hour and a half in Ireland? <laughs> By the time uh, you get there, to yeah. Dublin from... Cork. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. You can believe it. Oof, Rough commute. Jesus. <laughs> I, hope she just, I hope she saves up her um, I- Ireland money. Yeah. I really do. Aer Lingus le- leprechaun points. Save it up, baby. <laughs> Save up your lucky charms. <laughs> Get a car, get a place in Dublin, just get out. Sure, yeah. champagne. We want, we want you to get out of your parents' house. Move I, to champagne. I want to go to to Ireland so badly. You've never been? I haven't, and I love gingers. Oh, so oh, shit. I need to go. Holy you shit. Go, when you go, let us know. We'll uh, we'll give you the lay of the land. There's a, Please. an amazing, amazing club in, that everybody in Ireland disparages, <gasps> but everyone also goes. <laughs> oh. Called Coppers. It's a like a four-story nightclub. Ooh, maybe it's, it's terrible. Stories. Whatever, it's insane. Yeah, it is, yeah it's Ooh, like it's crawling with and humans. Delicious. Yeah, a lot of lot of Irishmen. Oh my god, a lot Freckles of Irishmen for days. Sticky, oh, sticky floors all forever. All cops and nurses too. Oh, it's incredible. That's great. <laughs> uh, all right, Elliot. Thanks for coming on the thanks show. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Uh, if people want more Elliot in their lives, where do they go? They go to elliotglazer.com or huntingrenditions.com. Two L's. One L, one T. One L, one T. And you could say my name on Instagram and Twitter is Elliot Glazer. Easy. Full branding. Easy. Easy. Peasy. Uh, opening theme song written by, again, Joe Kim. I forgot to shout out his song that he wanted to shout, or his Twitter that he wanted to shout out. So oh. thank you, Joe Kim. Uh, Twitter, at Joe Conch. Ooh, that's a tough one. J-O-K-O-N-S-C-H. Uh, follow Joe Everybody Conch. just forgot Elliot Glazer. <laughs> yes. Joe, Joe Conch. <laughs> Joe Conch. Uh, and this closing theme song is written by Billy Healy. So thanks, Joe Kim. Thanks, Billy Healy. Thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to Elliot for coming. Thanks. Thanks for Atticus, too. And Ooh, then we'll, baby. we'll be back soon enough. Baby! Asking for help, please. A mere sense you are dumb, and they softly preach that it's you who needs this show. If I were you, show. If I, if I were you, show. You really need this show, cause we're living in a world of fools. Breaking us down when we 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.